Hi, and welcome to episode 19 of Pillow Talk. I'm your host, Nancy Anderson Hamilton, better known as Nanny Hammy. Pillow Talk is a chance to reach through the leaderboard and have fun, deep dive interviews with people from the Peloton community. Today's episode is our chat from Clubhouse on July 22nd, 2021, with a Spitfire Leo who talks about Peloton even more than I do, and that's saying something. Cat Moto, aka Motivation. Hope you enjoy. Happy Thursday. Welcome to Pillow Talk. I'm your host, Nanny Hammy. Tonight, I'm talking to someone who is new to me in conversation, but not new to me in the Pillow Sphere. And I am so excited to get to know her more. Cat Moto, Miss, aka Motivation. Welcome to Pillow Talk. Yes, thank you. I'm so excited to be here. Okay, there's like a million things I want to talk to you about. So it was really <laughs> hard to narrow down your question. <laughs> because I've been so connected to you on so many different levels. And I love how you show all of your life with us on the internet. And yes. it makes you so much more relatable. And so I was just like, I got to talk to her, I got to dig deeper. And we're going to start with my first question, which is what are you drinking? Oh, Makers and uh, Cherry Coke Zero. I have to do the do the shameless plug because I, I work for an advertising and our client is uh, or an advertising agency and our clients Makers Mark. So it's like when I when I drink, I got to I got to drink Makers Mark. <laughs> that sounds delicious. I was like, oh, should I have one, too? And I don't have any in my stock right now. I went to no. look for it. So I got to fix it. <laughs> <laughs> yes, please. Excellent. Well, of course, I've got my delicious spin drift over here. Um, have you had that yet? No, I haven't. If you like any sort of soda water, it's pretty good because it has real fruit juice in it. And I'm rocking the lemon, which is my number one favorite bay forever. I'm down. All right. We are going to get to know you with all of the things. First, we're going to talk about your Peloton life. And then at the end, we can do the question and answer ses session and have people come up and uh, ask you questions or dip in okay. with little comments and um, everyone is available to also send a message. That's what the little airplane is over on the bottom right hand of your screen. If you're not able to talk, you can send me a message at any time and we can ask the questions later. So we love it. Um, Kat, take it away. I want to know all of it. How, your fitness life kind of just in general before Peloton, how you specifically found Peloton and it came into your world and then your journey from there. So take it away. Yeah. Okay, cool. So, um, honestly, growing up, um, I was not really ever like athletic. Like there were a few sports I played, but I always ended up quitting and I just was like, is there something wrong with me? Because I literally cannot commit to anything. Um, I just, I, I never really got fully immersed into like sports or the fitness world. I feel like like no shade to my family at all, but I don't think I really like grew up with um, a whole lot of emphasis on having like healthy relationships with food and exercise. Um, so, I mean, like I would always like, even through high school and college and after college, I would have sporadic stints at the gym, but it was never something that I was consistent with. Um, I mean, I always just pretty much felt self-conscious at the gym. Um, and I, I had no idea what I was doing. So that made me even more self-conscious. Oh, sure. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so yeah, I didn't have a great relationship with fitness. Um, and I, I honestly didn't take great care of myself. Um, 
but I, okay. So how I found out about Peloton essentially was, um, I followed this influencer. Her name's Katie Hearn. I don't know if, are you familiar with her? No. Okay. So she has like, she has like 2 million followers, but she used to live in like the Louisville, Southern Indiana area, which is where I'm from. Um, and so she has a massive following. She owns like the Alani Seltzer and Alani new, um, company. So I like take her products and stuff like that. So I've been following her on Instagram forever. Um, and she was having her first child when I was pregnant with my second child. Um, and I just kind of watched her fitness journey, um, as she went through it while she was pregnant and prior to that. Um, and she kept her and her husband kept posting about the Peloton bike. And this was like 2018. And I was like, what in the world is this bike? Um, so I just kind of watched it in passing, but that's kind of where I first ever heard of it. Um, but then, um, fast forward a little bit, it was January, 2019 is when I actually ordered the bike and it was after a wedding, my husband and my kids and I, we were all in Gatlinburg, Tennessee, attending a wedding. And, um, of course there were pictures taken and all that jazz, but I was looking through the pictures that night and I just got so emotional because I was like, Oh my God, like, how is that? How is that me? And like, I just, I didn't recognize myself and mm -hmm. I, I, I was very upset to be completely frank. And so like, I kid you not, I was sitting in bed, my husband and kids were asleep and I was on the Peloton website at like one in the morning and I was just going back and forth. Like, should I do it? Should I do it? And I was like, I'm doing it. I don't care. Like I, I'm going to start being healthy for my, kids, my family, for myself. Like I, I need to recognize myself again. Um, so yeah, at one o'clock in the morning, I purchased the Peloton and it showed up two weeks later and the rest is kind of history. I mean, I, I jumped in and did an advanced beginner ride first with Robin. Okay. Because I, oh, it's like, it's a bike. How hard could a bike be? Like, you know, it's no, it's, it won't be that bad. And I was in for a rude awakening because <laughs> I think everybody that rides Peloton, like they might've kind of had that in their head at first where they're like, Oh, this is, this isn't going to be that bad. Um, Cause it is like a low impact sport, but Oh my God. So I, I went like, I think that first ride, it was a 30 minute and I did like six miles and I, <laughs> I was so like, I was so worn out, but I was so proud. Like asked my husband, I would not shut up about my six miles. Cause I was just like, <laughs> Oh my God, I can't believe I just did that. Um, so yeah, no, like that's, that's kind of where it all started. And now I'm to a point where I'm at like 120 week streak. I don't think I've really, I, I haven't done the math, but I think that's like two and a half years straight of not missing a single week of working out. And I think that like, just from where I started, where like, I didn't do anything and like quit at everything to now being consistent and saying like, I, I did something for myself and I, I got on that bike or I did something for 120 weeks and did not miss. Um, I think that's, that's amazing. And that speaks to Peloton. hundred percent. Absolutely. No, cheers to you. Big, big claps to that. Thanks. Going from nothing to having like sustainable fitness. Like that's the yeah. dream. That's what people aspire to and you're doing it. Yeah. Awesome. I um, want to know about your leaderboard name. Tell me about it and um, if you've changed it at all, because I love it. Yeah. So originally I started out with just my first and last name. It was just Cat Moto. And as I got more into the community and 
heard the the instructors calling out all these leaderboard names and watching the leaderboard names on the screen, I was like, dang, these are some really creative names. Like I, I got to come up with something a little bit better than just my first and last name. Um, so I was toying around with a lot of things that could like tie into cat. I think it was, I think I had catalyst for a hot second. Um, and I, I really don't know where or how it hit me, but I was like, motivation. Oh my God, it works. So, um, I don't know. It just, it just stuck. And I thought it was a really cool play on my last name. Um, and yeah, I've, I've had motivation as my leaderboard name, pretty much the majority of the time I've been on Peloton. Um, and actually my husband got inspired <laughs> and kind of stole the, uh, the play on the last name. And I guess it, it, it's, it was his last name first. So, so he's off the hook. I love it. And then even my husband, he stole it. He, he, he made his motivator. So we're motivation awesome. and motivator. <laughs> As cheesy as it's coming from everyone. <laughs> yeah, you got you got to work with what you've got. And like, you've been able to tweak it in such a fun way. And then I, you know, on your little profile, it's like, you say it like motivation just to get the kinks out so that the instructors can say it, but they love it too. And you've gotten some really good shout outs with it. Yes, yes, I have. Yeah, I was like, maybe because nobody ever knows how to say my last name. So I was like, I'm just going to put this as my like city and state so that they can see it. <laughs> and no, <laughs> that's great. All right. So tell me what, who are the top three instructors that you're working out with now and like in your current sphere and tell me why. Um, first I would say Alex Toussaint. He is always my go-to. Um, I don't know if it's like his drill instructor, instructor technique, but it's like, I'm consistently pushing myself as hard as I can go in his class. Um, he has really good, you know, like motivational sayings, things that he like consistently says throughout his rides that just like get ingrained in my head. And I just go crazy on his rides. And he also has great music. So um, he's my, sure. he's my, um, then I would say Emma Lovewell. I feel like she, I feel like she's somebody that I would be friends with in real life. Um, she's just really sweet and really authentic and she's calming. So it's like, even though she's completely kicking your ass in a ride, like some of my hardest rides have been with Emma. Um, but she just like, I don't know, just the way she talks to you is just so peaceful and how she has like a calm energy about her. And I, I, I thrive in those classes. Um, and she also has really good music. She, she did those listening party rides and mm -hmm. I, they're great. I've, yeah. And I find myself like, saving more songs from her like I save songs from her rides the most I would say of any instructor mm -hmm. so she's super yeah she's super great um and then lastly I would say Jess Sims she's by far my favorite strength and running instructor um she is absolutely brutal if you've taken her classes but she's hilarious and she's real and she actually has a quote that I have on like one of the t-shirts that I bought back when they had the um, instructor quote shirts where it says how you do anything is how you do everything. Mm -hmm. And I think so true. Um, just because like for a while I had it like in my Instagram bio, because I'm like, you know, from exercise to family life to career. Um, I think like if your attitude about what you're bringing to the table is just good enough, or like no one's going to notice this little mistake, you're just signaling to yourself and you're signaling to others that you don't really respect your own work. So 
when you're doing something small and like in the privacy of your own home, like a workout where no one's watching and you're having to hold yourself accountable um, and you, you push through that and give your best, you'll probably face any challenge or any fear out there with the same kind of mentality. So that's literally like the mantra I try to live by. And I heard it from Jess. So yeah, those are my top three, Alex and Jess. Those are really, really good ones. And I love that it's not just about like the music and stuff. It's it's encompassing all the things about Peloton and you can get little bits from everyone. It's like this little like pizza where you're just like, I'm going to get yeah. a little bit of this over here and a little <laughs> bit of this over here and just num, 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 eat it up. Yeah, I love Emma's music. Do you listen to her playlist on Spotify ever? No, and I've been meaning to because I was like, man, I really, I just recently got Spotify. I just converted from Apple Music. So welcome, I, welcome to yeah. the good life. <laughs> <laughs> so happy to be a part of the Spotify club, but, <laughs> but I need to follow it. She has great taste in music. Yeah, she has this one about it's like waking up in the morning and it's just like the most chill zen. I mean, it's it's everything that you would imagine. It's the whole like lo-fi beats. You're just like in her kitchen with her having coffee and kimchi yeah. and you're just it's so great. So I can't wait for you to enjoy that. She did like a classical music ride and I think it was like a cool down ride. And that's probably my most frequently like ridden cool down ride <laughs> because oh, it's cool. so it's so nice. And I didn't expect a classic music ride to be one of my favorites, but it, it truly is. I keep going back to that one. Yeah, that's so surprising and a, a pleasant surprise. Yeah. All right. So you, you've got your awesome streak, which how many weeks is it? 140? This week. Wow. That's amazing. Um, so besides that, what is an accomplishment that you are really proud of with your Peloton journey? Um, I kind of have two. So Last year in September, um, there was this bike race. It's usually done in person around um, the Kentucky Derby time in Louisville, but it's called the Tour de Lou. And um, I was, I fully intended on doing it on my bike, like actual bike on the road. Um, but of course, because of COVID that got canceled. So they pivoted and did a virtual tour de loo. It's 20 miles. Um, and you could do it on a stationary bike or you could go out on your own bike and do it. So I was like, well, heck I'll just, I'll do it on my Peloton. Um, so I actually ended up going 22 miles and, um, I did that in a 75 minute ride. So that was probably like the longest sustained activity I've, I've done, um, in terms of exercise. So I was just, I remember being on cloud nine after I finished that. And I was just like, wow, I really just rode 22 miles in one sitting. So super proud of that. Um, and then I would also say, I, I feel like this might sign, sound shallow, but I'm really <laughs> proud of the weight loss. Um, you know, like I said, I back at my heaviest when I was postpartum, um, I was postpartum about six months. I just, I was like a hundred for, for my height, for my weight, I was like 170, 180 pounds. I think I would fluctuate in there. Um, and that just, that wasn't healthy. My, my eating habits, my lifestyle habits, I, I was not taking care of myself. Mm -hmm. Um, I lost about, I've fluctuated in my weight loss, but I've lost about, I'd say like 40, 50 pounds. Um, and you know, for a while, I think I got really hyper fixated on counting calories and, working out a ton. And I finally got to a place where I was like, I, I can't live my life just constantly counting calories and restricting myself. Um, and 
I feel like I'm at a place where I've, I've gained weight even since last year. And I'm just focusing on, on putting on muscle and maintaining this sense of balance to where I'm not absolutely killing myself, um, to stay at like a super low weight. And I'm finally at a healthy weight and Peloton is a huge contributor of that. Um, because I really, like, like I said, with their quotes and like the things that they say, I really started taking that to heart and stopped punishing my body per se. Yeah. No, I mean, it's especially when you have children, your body goes through so much and your brain is just off the rails roller coaster yeah. of like what the mirror is showing you. And yeah. you keep your old clothes because this is who you were. And then you go to put them on and they don't fit or they look really different. Um, yeah. I just even had that a couple weeks ago. I was like, oh, these jeans aren't cute anymore on my new body, <laughs> even though I'm still doing okay. Like I've kind of, you know, gotten settled back down to where I kind of used to be. It's so hard. It's so it hard. And to be able to have a tool like Peloton where you can find just the consistency and have it work into your lifestyle so that you know you're going to do your schedule, whatever that is for that time, and level out, like you said. Just get to a place of peace. I think that's so important for your physical health. The bouncing around is not good. Not yeah. at all. Your and mental I mean, health for all of it. Yes, 100%. And I mean, especially like, you know, as a mom, it's just like when people ask me about Peloton and they're like, you know, is it worth it? And a lot of it, a lot of the time it's mothers that are coming to me asking like, you know, I don't have time to go to the gym. I don't right. like, I don't, I, I don't have time to get a babysitter or whatever. I'm like, look, I've been doing the Peloton since my youngest was six months old. My daughter was two. Um, they have grown up with it in their routine and in their life. And I don't have to stress about packing a bag and finding a babysitter or making sure they're, you know, their dad's or, or, or their dad's home. Um, I can just get on the bike and it's like, they respect that. And they're like, okay, this is mommy's time. And they get excited about it too. Like I have my son dancing to the music half the time. And then I have Ada like on her, um, kids Peloton bike or whatever it is. Um, so it's, yeah, it's, I think it's a really, really good, especially for moms. Um, I, I found it to just, just the convenience of it and just setting a good example for your kids in your home. I, I can't, it just, I can't say enough good things about it. No, there's nothing better. Absolutely. And it's the same in my home. Like my, I'll be like, I'm going to go ride the bike. And my son, he's almost five. He's like with Cody. <laughs> like they know their names. <laughs> it's so fun. It's fun for everyone. And then just, you know, my husband rides too. And it's like, the kids know that like, we go and take a time out and then we come back and we're all, we're all sweaty. And this is just our life. This is who we are in all of the ways. Yeah. All right. So we talked about it a little bit, um, just with like body image and stuff. And I remember probably a couple months ago, you touched really lightly on just some of the eating disorder stuff that you had in your past. And we all have it. I raised my hand. I had a, a moment of like exercise anorexia where I too was just counting calories and just like burning as much as I ate to try and play the numbers game. And it wasn't good. And did I lose weight? Yes. Did I look healthy to my sick brain at the point. Yeah. Um, but that's not sustainable and it's not healthy. And yeah. I was just so surprised and I, that you were able to share that so beautifully. And, um, I just really honor that. And I want to know like what has changed the most in your mindset to help you embrace your body now? Yeah. Um, I mean, honestly, my kids, um, you know, I struggled really bad 
with an eating disorder in college. And it's not something that I really talk about. But if you go back and like those pictures will pop up on my Facebook memories. And I was like yeah. 120 pounds, which I'm, I'm kind of tall for a girl. And that was, I was literally a skeleton. Um, I had family members and friends being like, is everything okay? <laughs> because you don't look okay. Um, to be quite frank, I was prescribed, I was diagnosed with ADHD and um, was prescribed Adderall. Mm -hmm. And Adderall makes you, it makes you lose your appetite. And so I, I would go for very long stints without eating. Um, I was like hyper addicted to caffeine. So I would be like drinking Red Bulls and Monsters just to kind of like keep that, keep that going. Um, and so then when I finally did kind of get hungry, it was like I would hyper fixate and like hyper be like hyper aware of what I was eating. Um, mm -hmm. And as fucked up as this sounds, I would almost like challenge myself to see how long I could go without eating just because I was like, like you said, in my sick brain, I was like, I look so good. This is the skinniest I've ever been. Um, when really I, I, I looked horrible. Um, and so I right out of college, I got pregnant with my daughter, Ada. Um, and I always say that Ada is literally my angel because I was heading down a very, very bad path. Um, yeah. And I don't know how that would have ended if I would have kept starving myself. Um, so as soon as I found out I was pregnant, I stopped taking Adderall um, and not eating was not an option. Um, so she she got me kind of back on track but then of course because i was like you know your your body goes through so many changes when you're pregnant and of course i gained all this weight so like i started hating myself in the mirror um but then i knew that we wanted to have more kids so i, I never got back on adderall um and then i had i lost a little bit of weight and then i got pregnant with jack and then after that that was like the heaviest i had ever been um so, and, and then also at the same time I had, I was at a job that was completely toxic and I found a lot of comfort just through binge eating and just was not, was not healthy. I, di I didn't love myself. I wasn't taking care of myself. And, um, I remember also on that night, like when I was, uh, after that wedding, I was like, okay, I, like, I remember my brain going back and thinking like, okay, you can't starve yourself. You cannot starve yourself. Like you need to actually work for this. You need, if you mm -hmm. want your life, if you want to look how you want to look and feel how you want to feel, you need to do it the right way. And you can't, you can't starve yourself. That's like, I have a daughter and, and I have a son looking up to me. Like, I can't, I can't set that example. That's not, it wasn't an option. So, um, yeah. So I, I mean, I got the bike and kind of going back to that. Um, I took Hannah Corbin rides like for the first six months of owning Me a bike. Me too. That's so funny. I love her. Yeah, I, I love her. And she's, <laughs> she's not, she's not like, she's intense. She can definitely have intense rides, but I don't know. She's great for beginners. Like yeah. legit, she took her for six months. Uh -huh. And it, like, of course, I'm sure you know this, but she has a saying, and I think she says it like in every ride, she says, treat your body like it belongs to someone you love. Yeah. And for me, that like, it still gives me cold chills. Like that hit me really deep. And for me, that that's kind of just my mantra for my like self image, and when I try to think of body positivity, like you know my my body, I've personally have put it through hell and back, um, and it does so much for me. It 
surprises me all the time with how strong I've become and like what it's capable of. Um, so just that, that's what I try to do. I just try to treat it like somebody I love and try to like keep my kids in mind and be like, how would I want them to treat themselves and speak to themselves? Mm-hmm. And yeah, that's, that's, no, that's, that's so well put. I love that you were able to find something to like cling to that you can tell yourself and have your own affirmations. Cause guess what? They freaking work. I hate it, but they, they do. do. <laughs> they really something so simple can make such a difference in your brain. <laughs> thank goodness. <laughs> well, Kat, thank you for being so transparent about all of your journey with your body, with your mind, with your fitness. This is so great to know just a little bit more of the history of yourself. Um, I can't wait to see what other things you do because you're now like past a thousand rides, right? Like you're just yeah. racking them all up and then you're doing more strength and stuff. And um, I love seeing how you are talking about that a lot more and just like doing a lot of the lifting programs and all the ab stuff. And like, I'm just clapping you like over here. Like I'm a fan. I'm a total fan for cat. Maybe well, even I'm a, a stan. I'm a fangirl for nanny hammy. So right back. <laughs> <laughs> the feeling is mutual. All right. Well, we're going to go into the fun. Would you rather lightning round question section? So if anyone has a question or a comment, get ready to raise your hand because we'll bring you up when I'm all finished. So I had to have you on during your peak season. And I know I'm definitely like a little bit early, but you are one of the most enthusiastic Leos that I've ever <laughs> encountered in my life. <laughs> And it's, I mean, it's like a officially... Leo season today. So <laughs> it is today. Okay. I wasn't sure if it was for sure today or tomorrow, <laughs> but I was just like, Kat is going to be like radiating and floating off of the ground because she's going to be <laughs> high on vibrations. Tell me why, why you love being a Leo so much. Like I'm a fire sign too, but tell me why you really love being Leo. Oh gosh. I mean, everything about it. That sounds so Leo for me to say, but... <laughs> I mean, like the lion and just like the power and the energy and like the heart and like just I just feel like all the Leos I know are just so I don't know. They're just warm. It's 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 summer. It's I don't know. I just get fuzzy feelings. And I I like I I love astrology and I feel like I just so closely relate to being a Leo. Um, So I just I bask in it. I don't know. I love it. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> well, you wear you wear it well, and I love how you share your enthusiasm for it. I feel bad when people don't connect to their zodiac, and I get, you know, is it really real? I don't know, probably not, yeah. but but I'm here for it, and it's fun, and I know that you enjoy it as well. Yes. Yeah. All right, tell me how you would describe yourself as an ice cream flavor. Ooh, I would say <laughs> I would say half baked by like the Ben and Jerry flavor. Uh-huh. Um mainly because it's I, I love cookie dough ice cream and I love um brownie ice cream <laughs> it's a combination of the two and it's just decadent and it's extra but it's comfortable and <laughs> it's it's a crowd favorite I don't know <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah no I think that's a really good answer <laughs> you are one of the most enthusiastic bookworms I've ever seen I don't know how you do it. I don't know how you have the time to read all the books that you do. How many books did you read this last month? Oh, God. Last month, I read, I think I read 12. Um, This year, I've read 49, and I'm starting on my 50th today. Are are you like a speed reader, or tell me your process? 
I don't know. I guess, I guess I'm a speed reader. Like my mom took, my mom's an avid reader too. And she took speed reading classes like in high school or something. So she flies through it, but I never took a class like that. I just, I don't know. Like I was, I'm a communications major and always loved English class. So I don't know if it's just like, it's just easy for me to fly through, but I don't, I, I just read them really fast. I don't know. <laughs> it's definitely a skill. And I'm just like, please give me all the tips because I feel like such a turtle when I read books. <laughs> I think it's really cool. And it's just a, a great way to unplug from all of the devices that we have and to just get lost in a different story. I love it. Yeah, all right. It's what's... been like, oh, go oh, ahead. Go ahead. Sorry. No, no, no I, was say, like, I always like, I'm trying to cut down on phone time and social media time. Um, so it's, it's a good substitute to have, like, to look at a book rather than look at the phone. <laughs> oh, 100%. Yeah, for sure. Um, okay, next question is, what's your favorite cheat meal right now? My favorite cheat meal? Oh, gosh. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Popeyes. The Popeyes chicken sandwich. It's is, so effing good. Like, oh, God. The best. Like, nothing. Not even Chick-fil-A. Nothing compares nope. to that Popeyes nope. chicken sandwich. Mm -hmm. So good. I had one for lunch today. <laughs> <laughs> awesome. <laughs> I'm, I every it. time I have one, I'm just like, it's just so perfect. It's it so is. perfect. Ugh. It's crunchy, but it's like savory. Oh, it's so good. It's my favorite. And the bun is toasty and the pickles have like just enough zip to them. Like oh. mm. you're making soft. my mouth water. Is it like mayonnaise? Is that all it is? Yeah, it's regular mayo. <laughs> some good mayonnaise <laughs> who knew i know i'm like there's got to be some lemon juice or there's got to be something in there and there might be but from what my taste buds i'm just i don't care it's gone in two seconds <laughs> yeah yeah <laughs> same all right so um you might be a little jealous that my last name's hamilton because you're such a hamilton stan oh my tell gosh. me um and i'm married into it it's not my <laughs> original but i'm very happy to be um uh, i'm actually related to alexander hair flip um <laughs> So I'm, I'm actually more related to him than my husband's family, which is like kind of funny, but anyway, really? yeah, we're like ninth cousins, <laughs> like 14 Ooh. times removed, but whatever. <laughs> I need your autographs. <laughs> if you could play any character on stage in the show, who would it be? Oh my gosh. Angelica, hands down. She, if I, if I had a voice like the actress who plays Angelica, she has such, I mean, Eliza's great, obviously, but Angelica is such a powerhouse and right. she has such a cool story. And I think her dynamic between her sister and Alexander, it's, I think she's absolutely fascinating and she has one of the best songs um, in the entire play. Um, <laughs> so yeah, I, I adore her and I would, I would play her in a heartbeat. Yeah, that would be a wonderful one to do because she's she's such a huge part of the play. And a yeah. lot of I think a lot of the roles you're like, oh, it's not that big of a role. But like and a lot of them are like that, too. But she's is so entwined with everyone. And she's just like, there she is again. There she is again. Like, I can't get enough of her. <laughs> yeah, I found myself Googling her, I think, more than anyone after like first listening to the because I, I listened to the soundtrack before I ever saw it. And so I was just like, who is this woman? And like. She, she's absolutely absolutely fascinating do you know that she's 50 years old really mm -hmm. oh my 
Gosh. <laughs> she like just turned 50. And it's like, what? So like obviously everything that happened with the explosion of Hamilton was when she was in her earlier 40s and whatever. But it's just like she's now in all these television shows and things like the deals just keep coming at her because she's so ridiculously talented. So it's just like another testament of like, if you really think you're called to do something and you have the talent to back it up, keep grinding because you'll yeah. be like her. And I wish I knew her name. I It's like got three three names to it. And so I'm coming it's forgetting in my brain but um yes absolute She's kudos that's amazing <laughs> yeah all right couple more and then we'll open up the um the stage here tell me you change your hair color a lot which i think is really <laughs> fun and interesting um what's your next move what's something that you want to do that um you want to try with your hair color oh boy honestly i was like platinum blonde for over a year um, and I just recently went a little bit darker <laughs> and I'm regretting it. Oh, like I'm looking at pictures of me with blonde hair and I'm like, oh, what did I do? <laughs> so I might, I don't know. I might be going, I might be going back, back to blonde. So we'll see. <laughs> hmm. Hmm. Well, I, I come from the dark side. I think it's good over here, but it's not for everyone. I totally <laughs> Like you said, I've been every color under the sun. I've been black, brown, red, like, like fire hydrant red blonde pink <laughs> it goes on and on oh my husband is coming in clutch with uh renee elise goldsberry is who we yes. were talking about the actress thank you yes. todd hamilton for I the rescue i thought it was renee but i was like i am not gonna attempt her last name <laughs> <laughs> see this is another reason why i love clubhouse you can do other things on your phone while you're using it like if we yes. were doing an instagram live right now if you had to like back out of it it's over. It's done. So it's just like my favorite app. And I wish that more people used it. I, um, I hope it's continuing to actually, I saw just today, anyone can be on it now. There's no more wait yep. lists. There's no more beta. Like it's real, real, real. So yay. Congrats to Clubhouse. Yep. And I was like, what timing before my episode that anybody can join. So I'm, yeah, I'm excited about it. All right. This is kind of a new question, but, and it might take you a minute to get an answer, but what's something silly that scares you? Hmm. <laughs> I was not expecting this. Um, I know. It's kind of rude. to think for a second. Or like something that people think isn't that big of a deal, but you're like, mm -mm, keep that away from me. Oh my God. This is so weird. Okay. <laughs> I hate dolls. Like I hate Barbie dolls. I hate, <laughs> um, like I remember being a kid and my brother actually did like, he liked some dolls and then he also just like I don't know it's like that kitty plastic um and I remember he would bring like a doll or something that was just like that nasty kid plastic to the dinner table and I would like literally start gagging I'd be like you need <laughs> to get that out like out of the kitchen it can't just be like on the floor like get it out of the kitchen and it would completely ruin my appetite like I know that sounds psycho but like to this day my like I buy my daughter Barbies and buy her dolls and stuff but if we're sitting down to eat and she brings one out I'm like, <laughs> like you need I can't I was like you need to go you need to put that away and it just it kind of ruins my appetite like I don't know I don't know what it is but it freaks me out that's fascinating <laughs> see you had a great answer I was like this is gonna be a weird one <laughs> Oh my gosh. I love it. All right. Here's the last question. You get an all expenses paid trip here. Here's all the money. Okay. Ka -ching, ka -ching. Where are you going? Mm -hmm. 
I've always wanted to go to Ireland. Um, both my husband and my family, um, their families are super Catholic or no, not Catholic, like Irish Catholic. And mm-hmm. um, <laughs> sorry, <laughs> this makers is getting to me. Um, <laughs> no, but the, I, we have huge Irish Catholic families and, you know, we got married on St. Patty's day and we love, like, I just love all things Irish and Ireland. And that that's like my dream spot to go and see. So hopefully like my goal is to try to get there when I turn 30, either on my 30th birthday or sometime during that year. So yeah, Ireland. <laughs> awesome. I have never been, but, um, my husband's family's Irish. We are, are dying to go there too. I've been to England a few times and, um, Ooh. the other countries over there, but not to Ireland. Cause it's separate, you know, and it's like one extra thing and different planes and passports and all that stuff. I love it. All right. So if anyone has a question or a comment, you can raise your hand. We'll bring you up to the stage so you can talk to Kat. And in the meantime, tell everyone where they can find you and follow you. Yeah. Um, you can follow me on Peloton. It's just Motovation, um, M-O-U-T-O-U-X, and then Vation. Um, and then you can find me on Instagram with just my first and last name. It's Kat Moto. Um, and yeah, that's that's where I'm at. No Twitter. <laughs> Do you have a Twitter? But I'm like, I just recently rejoined the Twitter sphere. Um, I felt like, I don't know, I felt like Twitter was getting kind of vicious. So I, I, I backed out for a little bit. No, I know. And it's like reading its own language. Um, I, yeah, we have all of them at our disposal, but like, do we use them regularly? No. Yeah. We want to know where exactly we can get in contact with you. Well, everyone's being all shy. I don't know. She doesn't bite for, for someone who's a cat and has claws. <laughs> she doesn't bite at all. No, I will totally bite. people don't have to talk to you, but we always just like to offer because that's the whole point of being here. It was so stinking fun to talk to you and to like hear your voice and like have a real conversation with you. Thank you so much for being here. Yeah. Thank you so much for inviting me. I feel like, like you said, I feel like we've known each other just through Instagram, but it's nice to finally like sit down and talk. It's, it's been great. Well, and it's like, we used to be able to have these types of situations happen with like um, homecoming and a few of the other things that would happen with Peloton and like the get togethers and like, that's when you would truly connect. So yeah, that's why we're doing this. And that's why we're having Talk so that people can talk to each other and connect. I love it. Yeah. All right. Well, have a wonderful evening. Keep doing all the things you're doing, Kat. I'm truly just loving everything that you're showing us and your like all the sides of your life. Like you show the good, the bad, the ugly, the funny, you make me laugh. You share the memes, like, and then you're slaying it with your fitness. So just keep it up and we'll see you on the LB. Well, thanks. Yeah. Y'all there. Thank you so much. All right, everyone. Have a great night. We'll see you next time on Pelotalk. Have a great evening. Bye. Thank you so much for listening. Our Clubhouse chats happen weekly on Thursdays at 5 p.m. Pacific, 8 p.m. Eastern in the Stay Home, Stay Motivated Club on Clubhouse. If you want to be a part of the conversation, join us live. If you have questions or you want to be a guest on the show, send an email to pellotalkshow at gmail.com or send a message on Instagram. See you next week.